Hello, Sports and Spaghetti listeners. This episode has been brought to you by Underground's Record Cafe. Go get some breakfast or lunch and some records only at Underground's Record Cafe, 206 Main Street, Oakville, Connecticut. And find them on Instagram at Underground's Record Cafe. Now, on to the episode. I don't know if I told you this last week, Ant. Yeah. Uh, well, it was less than a week ago because it was five days. Look at us seeing each other twice in a week. And... And at the wedding I was at, and I know people at the wedding are going to listen to this, um, the, the slow dance song, the one slow dance was Piano Man. Damn, the harmonica man sure would be loud in that song. <laughs> Wait, who's that? Who's that? I don't know. That's a voice we haven't heard before. Who's that? Introduce yourself, mystery voice. All right, guys. Well, uh, I'm, I guess. First, no. Start over. You got to speak up. All right, fine. I'll speak up a little bit. Uh, I guess I am Ant's best friend, uh, Eli, or one of his best friends. Keep talking. We're the show business. I'm sorry. Just keep vamp. Hold on. Uh, Make sure you're talking into the logo of the mic. Right. Oh, talk into the logo of the mic. Now he's back. All right. See, I'm I'm still the newbie here, so I'm trying to figure this stuff out. Uh, Yeah, that's better. It must be a lot better. Um, but no, I'm I'm Ant's best friend. He and I have uh, known each other for, we'll say, several years at this point. Um, you know, I was best man in his wedding, the, the whole nine. But so wait a minute, you're gonna come on to my podcast. Mm-hmm. You're gonna come on to my podcast yeah. that I've been doing with my husband here for 26 weeks. Yeah. And and just come bust in and say he's my best friend. I it's, I've taught him everything I know. I was his best man at the wedding. Here I am. I just announced the names at the wedding. <laughs> Okay, I uh, do a podcast and you're a radio guy. <laughs> Explain yourself, Ant. How many best friends do you have? I'm a little I'm a little bit <laughs> <laughs> listen, I got the jalapeno seeds on my nose. I'm rattled. I'm rattled. <laughs> Eli, welcome to our podcast. Thanks We're thrilled to have you today. Finally I'll have some backup um for certain topics. But the first the first thing that we have to get off the bat, okay, off our chest, Ant, is look at me leaning over to this microphone. You, they, first of all, set the scene. These two in front of me have boom mics. <laughs> Eli came in and he's got a boom mic, and I'm here like eating this microphone over here. But we have to talk about something because when we were upstairs, now this is Anthony's house episode, not a playroom. Huh, the this playroom is, is long gone today. We're live, we're live from the laundry room today. We're, That's not the, right. we're not at the playroom, but we'll give one of these as well. <laughs> I gotta do it again. I gotta do it again. Hold on. Oh, yeah, Go ahead. You didn't, you didn't hear all these sound effects yet. Very good. We have to clear something. Right away. My sinuses? Because those are... I can... I can no, that's your, your fault for you swallowing up, for, for touching your face after having a jalapeno. No, my problem is... Anthony said something earlier that was heinous. Egregious. What did I do this time? You said that grape Gatorade is not good. Anything artificially grape-flavored tastes like... That is a problem. What are you talking about? You're outnumbered. <laughs> you got to pro- two to one. I'm, I'm here with the First of all, Eli here. is downstairs here with a grape Gatorade. The wrong flavor of a Gatorade. It's not the wrong flavor. It's it's in my holy trinity. I'm sorry. Grape grape Gatorade is not good. 
It, it is not, good. Not just grape Gatorade, fierce grape. There's a, a large, large difference. Right. So they used oh, to have oh, just... Fierce is bold and intense. Well, the regular grape is not intense. This yeah. is bold and it is intense. In fact, it's my number three favorite Gatorade. It's also my number three. Towards the bottom. Of the no. top three, yeah. If, if not at the bottom. Of all Gatorade flavors. The <laughs> orange is the worst flavor. Shout out. She should be listening. Shout out Sandy. Uh, orange is her favorite. That's how we got on this Gatorade topic, by the way. You need to speak into the mic. Um, it's in my mouth. <laughs> That's why I said is it. it. Is it because That's we have? Is it. it because we have the splitter? Is no. that why Eli and I are closed? No. I was just making fun of you for eating the mic. <laughs> I'm gonna get under your skin today, man. I'm. He's gonna see a different Chris today. The tables have been turned. This on me, week. This week, I finally like spoke up a little bit, and I was like. I don't want to be that guy, but we should do this, and we should do this. I said, Chris, you ran a radio show for how many years? I think we should listen to you. And so I'm just coming out guns blazing today. I mean, hey, you got backup this week, so. That's right. Wow, so you don't like grape Gatorade. What about it? Now, is it just the grape flavor? I don't like anything artificially flavored grape. So whatever it might be that's grape, like a grape lollipop, like like a blow pop? I won't do anything Oh, my God, that's the first one I go for. Personally, I mean, I'm kind of the same way. Grape lollipop is number one. Probably strawberries, maybe blueberries. Wow. Number two, blue blue raz is really artificially like flavored, but I I like it. Interesting. I like I like I'm I'm a sweet flavor guy. I like strawberry, some strawberry kiwi, kiwi. <laughs> do you like Do you like the artificial banana flavor? No, no, like banana laffy. What taffy? about you? No. Uh, banana uh, laffy taffy. That's exactly where my mind was going. Yeah, that's so my mom, banana, my banana mom laffy loves taffy. banana laffy taffy, but I don't like artificial banana, like the runts. You know the runts candy, yeah. the hard candy. Those are the hardest object on earth. Yeah, yeah. Runts. The banana ones, I can't, I can't do those. I usually save those for the end and throw them out. Yeah, no, <laughs> artificial banana is bad because regular, like real banana, is so good. Well, and it's a, very mild. Well, it's not a, a strong taste. There's a story behind that about the artificial banana and why artificial banana flavor tastes different than regular bananas. Why? Because the banana that they derived the artificial flavor from is, like, extinct now. It was, like, a massive, like, it was a huge banana. I'm not surprised. There it was sucks. Like, there was, like, a bunch of stuff. So that was, like, the original <laughs> banana flavor. <laughs> it sucks. It's terrible. I agree. <clears throat> no, I'm not saying... Okay, do we want to get into my favorite Gatorade flavor? Yeah. It's the number one. Gatorade Frost has to be Frost, crisp and cool. I'm, st- I'm stuttering over my words because I'm stuttering. Because it's angry. the wrong, this is the worst take ever. Glacier, Go ahead. Glacier Cherry. Absolutely not. I, I, First I, of I, all, that's not even, Anthony, that's a terrible answer, and I'll tell you why. That is not even in the realm of regular Gatorade. Nobody except for you is going to say, I need to go into the gas station and pick up a Glacier Cherry. That's exactly what I did today. You, no. and only you. No, uh, no, nope, nope. I feel like I'm going to be called the, uh, the fence hopper here because I'm on the inside with this one. <laughs> it's not bad. No. It's not as bad as orange. See, it's, it's my number one, too. I got to be honest. Glacier Cherry's your number one? It's the best flavor. Glacier Cherry number one, grape number three. Wow. Number two is uh, the original cool blue. That like, one's too sweet. I don't like the, I like well, the light blue, if, if anything. But the the regular glacier blue is too. It's too. See, sweet. glacier freeze is my number one. That's like the diluted cool blue. I I kind of mess with it. Right. Like I'm not a big cool blue. cool blue guy, but I like glacier freeze. I mean, 
the cherry is not bad, but really, number one? Well, I don't like it. I, I, I like it because it's it doesn't taste like I don't like cherries. Does it quench your thirst the same way lemon lime does? No. If I need if I need le- like something to quench my thirst or electrolytes in my body, lemon lime. Okay. Yeah. Same. But I just wanted to make sure. I just like the flavor of this one, and I have to go. I always go with the frost or the zero, just because I, I feel like. Everything else is way too sweet. Well, the zero I actually like, and I'm not a big like zero sugar drink guy because it's got the artificial nonsense in it. Yeah. But the Gatorade Zero, I I happen to like for that reason. It's not as overpowering. One thing that's really good zero wise too is Anthony. The... What is that noise? Uh, the, ceiling fan. My, the fan. Oh. Is it getting picked up in our headphones? Because I didn't hear. It, it sounds like. <laughs> Easy, Chris. So, That's what it sounds to, like. You want to make me act up. I was about to say, someone's doing the grapefruit over there. Did you say the grapefruit? I, sh- I just showed Chris the grapefruit like two weeks ago. No, you showed me the grapefruit on Tuesday. You didn't no, know no, the grapefruit was until then? Yes. No, that was when we made this. That was the steak. That was two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Wait, that's the first you've seen... That was, the first... that was the first experience. Oh my god! You're supposed to blindfold him. And like... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow, Anthony, what did we cook this week? Well, to be fair, we didn't cook anything. We prepared. We, we prepared because there was no That's cooking right. involved. Right. So um, Chris used his desert moon experience That's right. and expertise to make us some guacamole. Yeah, guacamole and some yeah. pico de gallo. Pico de gallo. Um, so he made pico de gallo. No, you need to so... understand. That's not how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never a, made him step away a, from the mic. That was a deep exhale. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pico de gallo. No, you did say it. Great. I was just being... Thank you. That was, the, that was a Jesus Nalgas right there. Um, Olivia. Olivia. I told you to sit down. No, so we made some salsa, some pico de gallo, and some, yes. um, and some guacamole. And it yes, was really, really good. Um, for having these terrible Sunday oh. evening Connecticut uh, avocados, <sighs> you did a real good job, Chris. Anthony, first of all, those avocados would have been ready next weekend. Okay. The Halloween guacamole. <laughs> they would be ready for when the leaves change uh, for our Friendsgiving. But, no, you know, if you work them enough, they're edible. And um, the, my guacamole is really easy. It's just avocados, lime, and salt. Some people do the bell pepper. Some people do jalapeno. Some people do onion. Today I did onion and jalapeno because that guac needed some help. Yeah, I, we, we had what? Out of the bag of six avocados we had two usable i used ones. two and they were they were four day avocados i just realized we're on the wrong setting what setting are we on? we're on pop we should be on pro so move it okay now we're here now it's clear whatever is our voice sounds any better now not necessarily whatever <laughs> it's n- it's negligible that's what i noticed okay well, thank you for noticing. Wow, he is already defensive. It's because we haven't even said a word about sports. It's because, listen, it's because I feel like my nose has gone 15 <laughs> rounds Why? With, with Al Pacino and Scarface because, like a moron, I, after cutting jalapenos, wiped my nose, and now I've been on fire for 15 minutes. Well, 
I know it's my fault. I understand it's my fault. It will be okay, though. I understand that. But I feel like... He's angry now because of it. Yes, yeah, it's because I feel, like, I, I feel like my whole mustache is just covered in snot. Because <laughs> I can't feel it. It's just numbed out. No, you're good. Just, just let it ride. Ride the wave, okay? Listen. So the pico de gallo, as he goes and eats more, um, the pico that I made was just like the one that we made at Desert Moon, only on a much smaller scale. Um, we used like 20 pounds of tomatoes in the pico. I, it might have even been 25. Um, but in any event, it, it's tomatoes, jalapeno peppers, onions. They use a little bit of garlic in theirs. I didn't put any garlic in this one just because we didn't have any garlic powder. Um, it's garlic powder there, too. Um, salt, pepper, lime juice. Um, I think that was it. And cilantro. Novak just won his 24th like, Grand what Slam. what are you looking at? Novak just won again. Oh, good, good. I'm talking about food, but thanks. It just popped up on my watch. <laughs> wow. Congrats for Novak. You know, people... Continue. All right. Oh, wow. 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 Feisty tonight. Hmm. After everything I've been through today, after Sabrina didn't go down for two hours today. Um. But anyway, no, the pico is very easy. That's all that there is to it. You chop everything up, really, you dice it pretty fine, mix it all together, and then you have pico de gallo. Eat it with the. I really appreciate that you got the cantina chips. The regular ones pale in comparison. It was either the Cantina ones or the Hint of Limes, and I'm not a big Hint of Lime guy. I know that. They taste, the, they taste it's too much fake it's, lime. It's me. not a Hint of Lime. It's overpowering fake lime. That's just what it is. When I worked at, um, when I worked at Chipotle for like five months in 2016, they do lime juice on the chips, and it's real lime juice, and it's so much better. They're delicious. Did I ever? Oh, I never told you. You remember my Chipotle tradition, right? No. What? This season, it was. This is when I still worked Sundays. Every time I ate Chipotle, the Panthers won. Every single time, I was. I do remember. I was that. nineteen. I was nineteen wow. all over two seasons. That was like when I would. This is terrible. But when I would go to the cemetery every time the Islanders played in twenty, uh, twenty one. 22 or 2021 every time i watched the start of the game at the cemetery the islanders won every time they were 11 and 0 i swear to god they could have used my chipotle eating skills today. no they could have used me there during game seven of the easter conference finals when i was where on cape cod couldn't visit her that day and they lost <laughs> there you go but yeah no and and then there were various other um things yeah, the mice, well, the mouse, Jules, Jules, because Melissa was at work and not here. She right. made some uh, some kielbasa, some pulled pork sliders, and then uh, Eli's girlfriend, Allie, shout out, Allie. Yeah. She made some uh, some cheesy mashed potatoes with some bacon bits. They were delicious. Rosemary, little, fresh from her garden. A little bit of rosemary Ooh-wee. Mmm. The, um, what was it, the kielbasa? Yeah. That's good. I don't know what she put on it. Some, I make I think it. It's like I make it from Melissa, of... but she calls it kabasi. Well, that's technically what I called it. That's what I called Eli, it. what's the right way to say it? I mean, it's technically. Isn't that your region? I, I, according to my sister's now fiance, who's actually Polish and speaks Polish, kabasa. But growing up in Western Pennsylvania, it was kabasi. Okay. All I've known my whole life until maybe three and a half, four years ago, whenever Chris decided. But 
Shout out to Chris. Well, you also you also thought that Sheets was better than Wawa, but that's that, that's a story for a different day. <laughs> I have no take on either of them. Neither I've never set foot in a Wawa. I have or a Sheets. I've been in a Wawa. There was no appeal to me. Really? I Le- think I got a water. Liam's gonna track you down. That kid lives and dies by Wawa. Oh, tell send him over. <laughs> send Liam over. He, he's a daily 7 a.m. Wawa guy. Send Liam right to my house. <laughs> uh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Send him here. I'll meet him here. We love you, Liam. I love you, buddy. Love you, Mouse. Love you, Liam. Love you, Mouse. <laughs> she kids, won't hear this anyway. Kids, the bus is outside. She's under it, but the bus is outside. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's food. Um, yeah. No, I don't think that's food because, we A, we didn't talk about the, the guac, which was very Oh, good. the guac, yeah. Um, guac you never gave right. your whole recipe. Yeah, okay. I'm not done. I told you the recipe. I'm yes, not, I did. Oh, you did. You were sipping your seltzer. I'm not well, done. I gave the recipe. I'm not done with the Gatorade. Wow. <laughs> we're calling back to the Gatorade. We're calling back to good. Gatorade. Good. Keep, keep name-dropping Gatorade, Anthony. Name, okay. I need them to sponsor us. A, start. I mean... You Official beverage of sports and spaghetti. Do not, do not. Nope, that's not true. What would, let's, let's put that on the back burner for another time. What would our official beverage be? It would probably have to be milk because Sabrina is the basis of our podcast because we record on her car every week. We're just selling the farm for free ads for Savvy. <laughs> this is sports and spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sports and Spaghetti presented by uh, Bamboo and presented <laughs> and presented by Little Tykes presented, and presented by, by, Bamboo, by Disney by Bamboo <laughs> Clothes by Little Sleepies and Kite Baby. <laughs> oh man, good thing the mouse doesn't listen to this. Wow, <laughs> watch this be the one episode she listens. Wow, what did you guys talk about? Oh, we talked oh, about know. my food. Don't listen to it, please. <laughs> It's the only time we're ever going to ask you that. <laughs> then she will. She just got to play cool. Stop the record and rewind. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. Oh, man. So that was the food. It was That's really good, Chris. Um, but the reason we had some dips today is because football is officially here. Yes. We're recording on a Sunday. Currently. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold oh, on. he hold has on. You no don't idea have headphones. What's you don't have happening. headphones. I played the we cheer. We had the, the cheer. You have to talk. Say what you just said again. That oh. was my fault. <laughs> All right. Well, this was uh, poorly timed, but currently... that your voice sounds great right now. Keep it okay. right I'll, there. I'll keep it just like this. Uh, but the Dolphins just retook the lead over the Chargers. I think it was thirty-six, thirty-four. Tyreek Hill is the second touchdown. So when people hear this on Wednesday morning, they'll remember that moment. <laughs> Eli, great job. Nice. Great. Pause. Cla- claps, claps for you. Yeah. Very good. My first induction. That's right. Yeah. Claps for you. Um. Yeah. What do we want to? What do we? What do we want to move to now, Chris? What do we want to? What do we want to slide to? Oh, it's time. Yeah. It's time. Okay. Yeah. It's time. It's time to <laughs> rile you up, but oh, yeah, it's oh, time. Oh, great. This is good. You know, I'm going to give you a melancholy intro. No, you know, I'm going to give you the best intro I've ever given you. Okay. I don't care. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners of Sports and Spaghetti, it's time for the good. It's time for the bad. And it's time for the uh, this is in no particular order. Take it away, Mr. Chris Walker. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Eli. Eli, I'm going to need your help a little bit on this at the end. 
Um, so I I said to Anthony that I might just do all bad today because I've got a lot of complaints today. So I'm just going to start. We'll see where it goes. The first bad thing. Wait till you guys hear this. And if if for some reason this sounds familiar to either of you, interject, please. I'm not making fun of anybody here, except for the ridiculous fantasy football league that I am a part of that my brother invited me into. Okay? Was this the Jalen Hurts first overall pick league? Yep. This is the very same ridiculous league. So not only did they – half the league doesn't know how the trade – trading works in fantasy football where if you <laughs> if you trade for somebody on Saturday you're not getting them on Sunday like they don't re- they didn't realize it's, that. there's already week 1 trades yes there were two trades already what? you know what <laughs> i'm just going to put them on absolute blast right now and tell you exactly what the trades were because See, while you look that up, I want to give a shout out. I know he listens. Shout out Rob Sasso for a switching the schedule around so I could beat the daylights out of Dylan, and uh, shout out for not starting a defense because you forgot to start a defense this week. Don't mm-hmm. know if you, I don't know if you realized it, but you didn't start a defense this week. Continue, Anthony. That was a perfect vamp right there. That was excellent. Okay, ready for this? The first trade was Evan Engram and AJ Dylan for Brandon Cooks, Juju Smith Schuster, and Gerald Everett. That's the first trade. Why? That's the question. Yeah. So that was yesterday at 2.30 p.m. The other trade, 10 minutes prior to that, <laughs> was this This one is the kicker here. Yes, the kicker. The kicker. The kicker. De- <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins, Khalil Herbert, and Devontae Adams. For Mike Evans, Dalvin Cook, and Stephon Diggs. Why is that a trade that's going down? Before before any of them have caught a pass. I don't understand. No, no, right? no games have been played. So they're making these trades. So you can veto the trades in this league, and I voted to veto both of them because I'm just like So I sent a text in the group yesterday, right? They were like they were like, why? Why is the trading like this? Why don't we have the players? It's supposed to go through right away. I said, no. They didn't even get on the plane yet. Idiots. They didn't pack their stuff. It's not going to clear until Tuesday morning. Okay? They were like, why? I said, because when does the football weekend? Does it end Saturday? No. It ends Tuesday. Monday night after the last play. Why? That's how it works. And they were like, oh, my God, we didn't know that. Can we can we change it to clear after 12 hours no matter what? I was like, no. Why would you do that? You can't do that. It's pathetic. It's like a bunch of, like, first-year, like, fantasy players? I don't even – I don't know. I don't know. It's bonkers. But then it gets better. And this is why it's the bad. Today, right, the games are transpiring – my team right now is losing, but they're probably going to win. They're projected to tie. I'll probably, hopefully, I'll win. And this is not because my team is losing it by any stretch. In fact, the players in my matchup aren't even the ones that I'm going to talk about. Nick Folk. I'm pretty sure it's Nick Folk. Hold He's on. He's on the Titans now. Yep. I'm pretty sure it's him because my brother sent me a picture. Yep. Nick Folk. 
had 18 points. Yeah, he hit like six or seven field goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Well, he had five field goals. Yeah. He had 18 fantasy points. 18 points! It's a non-PPR league. 18 <laughs> points! And so he's sitting there with his eight. He got five points for his 50-whatever-yard field goal. He got five points that was worth almost as much as a touchdown in this league. Meanwhile, okay, let me take Amari Cooper, who did not have a great game today, right? He had three catches for 37 yards. So in most leagues, he would have, what is that, come to six points? Yeah, like six or seven points. Six, seven points. He got 3.7 points. And Nick Folk had 18. They're not in the same matchup. That's why I picked two players that were not in my matchup. What is going on? I saw I texted in the group chat today. I said, in what world is a kicker getting 18 points? <laughs> I have a question for you, though, Gonsai. What? Does this ridiculous league have a, uh, have a punter? No. <laughs> that would be even better. Oh, one of the leagues I'm in had uh, has punters. Last year, it cost someone a playoff spot because uh, Johnny Hector dropped like 26 points. <laughs> so when I was the commissioner of my fantasy football wow. league that I've been in for the, the one that you're in now, the Ryan Meaty Memorial League, shout out Meads, um, he didn't die, which is he just disappeared. We don't know. Is I it, haven't. Is that the league I'm in? No. Oh. No, you're in, you're in our league. This is the one I've been in since like eighth grade. Ah, I got you. So. I was the commissioner the first year, and I had a rule where it was like if a if the if the team lost, you would lose like five points too. So like you would have to pick players on good teams. I don't know why I did this, but this is part of the reason why I'm no longer the commissioner of that league. Shout out, <laughs> shout out, Sass. But uh, I remember, I think it was Dodona, Stephen House. You know what? I've I've cracked the code, boys. I know you listen, and I've cracked the code. Dodona gets all the luck because of Stephen Hauschka that one year. Do you remember Stephen Hauschka missed like a 20-something yard yeah. field goal? That was our championship game. And Stephen Hauschka missed. He got Matt got like minus three for the missed field goal and then minus five because they lost. He ended up losing by like a point. So now I think that's why. I think it's just bad karma, and I think I've screwed the rest of us in this league. So if it's my fault, boys, I apologize. <laughs> don't, Matt, you can't keep getting away with this. I don't know how you do it. You can't, you can't keep getting away with this. He can't. You don't know him. You might have met him at the wedding. I did wedding. meet him, yes. He can't keep getting away with what he gets away with. Dude, I, I've never seen a luckier fantasy football player in my life. Wow. Dude, the game where Joe Mixon had like five touchdowns last year. He like was on he my put team up, last He year, put yeah. up like 60-something points. That was – Dodona's the king of being the number one scorer and playing the number two scorer every freaking week. It's literally like if I score 210 points, Dodona scores 215. Oh, every week. Oh, oh, that's I would the worst. Beat, I would beat every other team but him, and, oh. and that's always the matchup we're in. It's every week. All right. Let me do the good now. I do have one good. Why am I buzzing? Do you hear that? I do hear your buzz. Why is there a buzz? There's no buzz. It went away. All right. The good. This is very selfish. I'm sorry. Leicester City. No. Oh, wow. I'm They're in my air. Eh. Oh, as is all of soccer, but there, but 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 just wait with your glacier cherry Gatorade. So cold. 
Oh my God, what are we doing? <laughs> Matt Barzell is usually on the bad list. Okay? He is my mouse's second husband, third husband, understandably. Um, and he is also really good at guitar. Well, he's decent at guitar. So he played on stage with a band. I don't know the name of the band, but he played Mary Jane's Last Dance by Tom Petty um, on guitar with a band. Uh, I bet, I think, a cover band last night. So I'm very proud of Matt. That is my Matt Barzell. That's my Matt today. He's that's my your, good. That's your Matt. He's my Matt. Your Matt. Grammy always used to say my, my Matt was Matt Martin. Well, Matt Barzell's my Matt. I know. See, I know the Her Noah story. Her Noah. We've my talked Noah. About the yeah. Noah story. Her Noah Syndergaard. That's right. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, rest in peace to his career and, and to Grammy as well. We love you. Both. Oh, Syndergaard's career. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, the eh this week is, is soccer. Soccer. Football. Soccer. I think that the international break five weeks into the season is a problem. And it's my end because it's not as bad as this ridiculous fantasy situation. But I don't love how after four, after five games, all these teams have to go on a pause, play internationally in whatever cup they're in, whatever it is, and then risk injury to their players coming back after the international break. Maybe you've lost a player for the season. You take, just for a minute, humor me, and take a guy like Jamie Vardy on Leicester City. He's an older guy. They're on international break. They're in a few different cups. What if he gets hurt? You've lost your best player. Yes, he's old and he's still their best player. It is what it is. But then if you lose him, you lose somebody else. Say your goalkeeper goes down. You're, during the international break, you're only five games into a season. It's a problem for me. And I really wish they would look at when they took the break. I don't know, Eli. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, I get why you need the international break, but how often they happen and, and when it happens. It's like, I I don't know. I It's happened before with a couple of Man City players that, you know, that's, that's my team, but we've lost Kyle Walker for some big Champions League games because he got injured on international duty. I think it was last year or two years ago. Um, and it kind of screwed us. But uh, no, it, I get the international break and why you need it, but five games into a season like this, I don't really, I don't see the point of it where the timing's bad. Right, and and I know it's something my dad talks about all the time. He was talking about it today. Um, it, it's just like he's a big Tottenham fan, and as a result of that, he's a big Harry Kane fan, and he still roots for him even though he's uh, he's moved on. But he was talking about a guy like Harry Kane on a huge team like Bayern Munich, and or on Tottenham, whatever team he would have been on. And had he gotten injured, or you know somebody of that caliber gotten injured 
during non-league play what that does. And it's an ant to me because, like you said, Eli, I get why it goes on. I get why they have the international break. But the timing of it is not ideal. Like uh, Maybe have it over the, the longer winter break that yeah. the Premier League has or, like, the Premier League season and the Champions League and whatnot are all done over the summer. So between, like, I don't know, May and, and August, September, have as much international play as you want or you can. Like, I know that's when the, the World Cup typically is or when the Euros and everything are, but um, I don't know. This I think the summer would be a, a better opportunity or time frame to, to yeah. do that instead of over the winter. What are you saying? I'm trying to quietly ask if the double coupler splitter thing is the reason why it's not Yes, registered. it's the reason why, yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, it, that's why. Okay. But it, I, you I was know. I say, as long as you guys can still hear me. I can hear him. He's, he's, he's fine. His levels are okay. I just, I, it sounded like we were, Eli and I were a little farther away. Well, you, you, it is because of a splitter. That's true. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't have a degree in this, Chris. And <laughs> what do you think about soccer? Do you want my real I want your real. I want your real answer. Because um, I'm going to fight you on it. For how simple of a sport it is and how easy of a sport <laughs> it is, it should be more entertaining. Anthony, uh, before Eli, if you will, I just another, want... An, another garbage take from the king of god-awful takes. Oh, my God. I, I don't, I, you press a button, and I'm going to yell at you. Anthony, listen. Not two weeks ago. Not even two full weeks ago. I know what I said. No! You went on this show, on this talk show, and you said maybe they should take the relegation idea and move it to college football. And you presented a whole segment. No! A whole segment on realigning college football. What it would look like if teams got relegated. And you're telling me soccer's boring. The relegation? Terrible. The relegation is cool. It's terrible. It's no. an awful take. Chris, why Why am I going to watch 95 minutes of a game that ends 0-0 because you can't hit a 24-foot net? Chris, if you take me down to the high school, at the 400 pounds I'm sitting at, I can guarantee you if you give me 15 shots, I make 10 of them at least with a goalie. I bet you make zero. Highly unlikely there for you, bud. Highly unlikely. I bet you make zero. I can kick a ball straight. I bet I, I make can, zero. I can kick a ball straight. I, I could maybe get one if I'm lucky. I, I've i never played soccer on a team. I can curve the ball a little bit because I worked at a, a lots of camps and the kids <laughs> show me how to do stuff. But if the goalie jumped the wrong way, maybe I'd score one in 25. Anthony, it's the difficulty of scoring a goal is what makes soccer so entertaining. You can really... I mean, Anthony, you can't look like that if you're going to watch hockey as much as you do. You watched hockey so much last season. Yes. And it is almost as hard to score a goal in hockey. And hockey is wildly entertaining to you and me. But... Have you seen the reaction when a goal gets scored in soccer? It's a huge yeah, deal. Yeah, probably because they've been waiting an hour and a half for something to happen. I mean, if you're a Yankees fan, you've also been waiting 11 innings today for them to get a hit, but that doesn't stop you from watching baseball every day. They still won. Nonetheless. 
nonetheless. But there were 11 innings before they got a hit. And I'll tell you what, a 90-minute soccer game is way worse. And I'm a Yankees fan than sitting through 11 innings of oh, no yeah. hit ball. Oh, it's okay? It is rough. No, my whole point is, Chris, you're not a very big guy by any means. I've seen you play hockey. You cover up almost the whole net. Okay. That's hard to score. You're in the way. Sure. Eli, you Have you seen these goalies jump? Have you seen have you seen these goalies jump? Go ahead, Eli. Eli, you were a goalie. Yeah. Are you eight feet tall? No. But... Are you twenty five feet wide? No. No. How are you going to cover an eight by twenty foot twi- twenty five foot rectangle? They it's seem to your angles. Cover your angles. It's and... the same thing as in any other sport. You want to play goalie in the cross. You want to play goalie field hockey, ice hockey, exactly. soccer, water polo, for God's sakes. You cover your angles. You cut down the angle. It's no different in soccer. The The athleticism of a soccer goalkeeper is incredible. I oh, mean. Absolutely. I, I understand Okay, that. so to your point, to your point. If it's so hard to score a goal, and these players are world-class talent, anybody that I've named today and any of the greats that have ever played the game, and they still can't do it. So obviously, it's not that they're bad. I understand. It's that the goal te- the goalkeepers are exceptionally good as well, and they can cover that net. And it's it's not the most they like, can cover it's it. It's not that you have to catch or like stop the entire ball. You get a touch on the ball ninety five percent of the time. It's enough to make the save because like it's a round ball. It's not going to go perfectly straight if you don't touch it. Like it's it's one of those things that you don't have to perfectly execute and do whatever. You just have to do enough, and that's doing enough is difficult. As right, it is. that's goalie in general. You have to yeah. do enough to fight it off. Exactly. A one nothing game is boring. I'm sorry. It it is. I, I wish you watched the Champions League final last year of Man City. Oh, man. Dude, whenever Rodri scored that winner in, like, the 75th minute, I I almost fell to tears before my buddy's wedding. Okay. I, I was issue. in my car with my dad. I forget where we, where we were going, in the truck. And we were listening to it on Sirius XM. Yeah. And we were just like, oh, it was like edge of our seat the and, entire game. And not just that. It was the, the camera angle of, like, Showing how like where Rodri scored, it was literally like a perfect ball size that he had to slot it into, and like there's nothing you could do as a, a goalie from that angle right. either. Because again, like in hockey, like you're blinded until it's about three yards in front of you if you're lucky, and then at that mm-hmm. point you're like, oh, what do I do now? I'm kind of SOL, and it's that's the, the entire match is built up to that moment, and you played the last nine months of your life around like this camaraderie, like this massive group of guys that you're really close with, and just the energy and excitement that gets into it is kind of what you play for. So. Yeah, yeah. So what what I'm hearing, okay, what I'm hearing is what we said. Yes, I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. I do have my headphones in. <laughs> what I'm Unlike hearing. Some of us. What I'm hearing. <laughs> they only had one splitter. Oh, you guys. Yeah, it is really rough okay. today. Hey, he knows how to get under my skin. I just throw it right back at wow. him. The issue is, from what I just heard. The anticipation was made was what made that game good, okay? I understand one nothing game seven of the World Series. That's the most interesting, that's the most heightened, that's the most the best game. Okay. One oh seven four isn't. No, I get that, but one nothing yeah. one nothing on a on a random game in July, it's not they as... wouldn't be playing in July. Nice try though. International Champions Cup, maybe. I'm talking about baseball. Oh, they're talking about soccer. 
No. Well, I'm saying one one zero in the, in, in the seventh game of the World mm. Series. That's ex- exciting. Okay. One zero in a random game in July is it's one nothing. Yeah, sure. There's excitement because it's been building, but it's not the World Series. It's not that. What I'm saying is, if soccer was even like hockey's getting to it now, where it's four goals, five goals, even if there's, I just think scoring is scoring is more exciting, and that's that's scoring what is exciting. Yes, I, that's, I agree with that's that. what I'm trying to get. That's just what I'm trying to get to. I'm not saying soccer's bad. I'm not saying it's. It's just it's a simple game. It's, I would argue that. I, yeah. And and I'm not even somebody that's played it. Eli's played soccer, and I got to be honest with you, it, the object of soccer is the same as the object in most games. You're scoring a ball. Soccer is like a chess match. Somebody that's broadcasted it, I've broadcasted it enough times. It's like a chess match. My dad and I talk about it all the time, especially the English Premier League. That is a chess match. If you go to the Bundesliga, if you go to, to you know, other... Other leagues in Europe, uh, especially the Bundesliga, it's like run and gun offense. You maybe a one nothing game is not what you'll see. You might see four three, uh, three three, three two, three one. I think you're basing it off of mostly my talking about Leicester City and you're and looking at Premier League scores. That's the league where you get the one nothing, the zero zero almost all the time. And if you want, and I will give you this. Compared to other leagues, the Premier League and English soccer, English football is boring, comparatively. So let me let me try to rephrase. Let me let me bring it to something I know a little bit more of. Like right, everybody says Big Ten football is boring. That's where you get the defense, the seven to ten games. Okay, all that stuff. there you go. I understand that. I understand that the seven to ten is is nothing. But my my issue right is there's no aside from the goals. I've yet to see something really exciting happen in soccer. So it's like. For me, it's like boring, 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 boring. Oh, goal. That's really cool. Whereas if you're watching football, yeah, you could see somebody run the ball a thousand times and march down the field and take 10 minutes to do it. But Blake Corum is going to run a guy, you know, run right through a guy's face. Somebody else is going to drill the, you know what I mean? I feel like it's just, there's so much more excitement. Like, like even baseball, baseball seems super, super boring, but you have Anthony Volpe makes a diving stop at shortstop or something extraordinary happens. I Listen. feel like there's just no excitement. Listen, the reason why the one nothing games are huge, even in the middle of the season, is because you have everything riding on every opportunity. And because there's not as many opportunities in a ho- as in a hockey game, basketball, right? Points in basketball don't matter until the fourth quarter, let's be honest. Uh, they don't. Um, every single attempt on goal, you look in the stands, you listen to the announcers, every attempt wide on, on target in the net is met with the same anticipation and with the same nervousness, especially if it's against you every time. If you're a fan of a team, let's take Lester. You said you're man city. Every time the opposing team is marching their way up the pitch. It's it's like no 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 no. It's not just like when there's a shot coming on goal. It's when they get over midfield, it's that nervousness. So if you're in it and you're being as a fan, then the then you know how much weight is on if this is in the back of the net and it's one nothing, we might be done. 
And if that happens in the 35th minute, you might be done for the next hour. And you get nothing. So that's why it's so exciting because every single opportunity is so much riding on it. A home run in baseball is awesome, right? Home runs are cool and everything. A goal in hockey, a touchdown in football. 7 nothing isn't going to win you many football games. But one goal might win you an entire soccer game. And that's why it's exciting. That's the reason I find it fun. But see, for me too, it's like it's. I'm just gonna keep. I'm gonna keep like pestering at this. It's like it's. I've seen soccer nets in this size, and just I don't understand why there's not more scoring. I mean, you have eleven or ten guys that you got to get to before you get down to the goalie, anyways. And that was kind of what my coaches would always tell me growing up: is like, as a goalie growing up, I would put a lot on myself to stop everything that I possibly could. But they always had to remind me of, hey, before they got to you, they had to get to the 10 other guys. And getting through those 10 other guys is that much more difficult than just kind of shooting it on net. And kind of going to Chris's point, too, most, most games, most teams, you get maybe three to five good opportunities in a game. And of those three to five opportunities you get to score in a game, the, the goal is going to stop it 80 or 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. So presenting yourself a good enough opportunity, it, it's scoring itself is a is, – thrill and this massive excitement, but it's the build-up and the anticipation and everything that goes into the possibility of scoring that you can feel it, like being at a game or hearing the, the, the commentators' voices and how excited they get. You can feel just the energy around the possibility of scoring, and you don't need to always score to feel that right. possibility. And it doesn't always need to be a goal to be a play that gets clapped for, just like in any other sport, a diving catch in baseball or football or, you know, a big hit in hockey like we were talking about. Let's get the crowd going. A great chance on target, a nice corner, even though it doesn't go in, is going to get the same cheers. It's all the same. Just because it doesn't go on the board doesn't mean a team isn't pressuring or have all the momentum because they keep track of possession. Uh, t- possession's a big stat in, in soccer. Like a, I look at that when I want to know how a game went. I'm like, how was the possession? Was it? Did a team have a ball 80% of the time? Well, if they had it 80% of the time, it was an onslaught. And so there's all that anticipation, and then the other team's parking the bus with 10 guys back, and they're trying to defend it. And that's, that chess match within a game is sometimes as exciting as seeing a goal go in. It's not a game where goals are everything, even though at the end of the day they determine a winner. Sometimes... A tie in soccer is just as huge as a win. If especially if you're talking about relegation, promotion, you know, you can't have a tie in a league game, Champions League and or World Cup or whatever it might be. But if you're trying to if you're Aston Villa a couple of years ago and you and both of the other teams in relegation need a win or a point, and the others to lose, and Aston Villa gets the point to stay up because they tied, and the other two teams lose, that tie is as important. So I think it's all relative is what I'm saying. I Like, I get it. I don't, like, I'm not trying to knock, like, I'm not doing that high school, like, oh, foot, like, foot theory. Like, I'm not doing, I'm not trying to do that. Like, to me, it's like, I just don't, it's just, it doesn't, Maybe it's because I haven't been in this sport for right. a while, and I'm like a I lot don't of know people. There's a lot of people that don't know f- football, soccer, whatever. Melissa doesn't. Melissa thinks the same way you do. She does, 
until you're in it, I get how it looks from the outside. But, like, my thing is, like, even football, I can show somebody that's never seen a football game. It, listen, man, if I put on Tavon Austin's highlights and you hear that music hit and he starts running around, so, even somebody that's never yeah. seen football is going to be like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing ever. Now, what I will say to, to – I agree with you, but to counter it a little bit, you get a guy like Lionel Messi come over and now he's in – the MLS, right? He's played overseas for a long time. Now he's back in the United States. What does that do, to your point, to the American citizen? That might... Soccer is not as big in this country as it is in almost every other country in the world. What is bringing maybe the best soccer player of all time to this country do for the sport here? So before Eli answers, I know this is a big him. This is actually kind of what piqued my interest to that because I've seen his highlights of all the MLS stuff, and it looks like he's playing against high schoolers. Yeah. It really does. So in my mind, I'm like, if he's been doing this this whole time, like why is there not more scoring? Why is there not this? Why is there not that? I think it's a talent gap, which I know you guys are going to end up talking about, but that's what yeah. my, you know, that's my thing. So if you guys want to explain that to me yeah. and like how him being in the MLS is going to affect how the MLS is seen and stuff like that, because, you know, I know he didn't come over to make soccer popular in America. I know he didn't do that. No. Right. But, I mean, it just explain to me what you guys think. So, I'll kind of go off my, my little feel about this. But, uh, I don't know. Think of it this way. Whenever you're a, a kid growing up, like, you always look up to and try to replicate the play style and whatever these big names always do in their games. So, think Japanese stars with baseball. Um kids playing basketball, do whatever, trying to replicate whatever LeBron did or whatever Dwayne, whatever. Um, what is really trying to happen is Messi's getting more exposure in the U.S. Um, and the way that that's kind of being explained or shown through um, with Messi coming over or is really proven in how his contract is structured. So going a little bit back here, the only reason that Inter-Miami exists is because David Beckham, whenever he came over from um, – I think it was either Real Madrid or PSG. can't remember which one back in the mid-2000s. Um, as part of his contract and requirements with playing for LA Galaxy is he wanted the option to buy an MLS team for $25 million at some point down. Right, the buy the team, there. yep. Yeah. Um, so that opportunity came up in like 2020, 2021. Um, he started Inter Miami, and he wanted a, a big name that, not that he could get for cheap, but he didn't have to pay a transfer fee to bring over. Uh, the opportunity may have been there for Ronaldo. We don't know. He ended up going to Saudi League. Um, so Messi, kind of a little bit of a one away from Barcelona with their financial troubles and PSG with whatever they had going on with the massive stars they all had there. Right. Um, came it was too much. It was too much at the exactly. top there. Exactly. And they all kind of ended up leaving the team except for Mbappe, but besides the point. Um, so Messi's contract, the way it's structured, it's, uh, Apple TV took over MLS broadcasting and the whole nine. Um, and Messi is actually being seen as an entertainer. Yes. A bit of an icon because he's actually getting a revenue share uh, of Apple TV subscriptions that broadcast um, MLS games. You see where this is headed. Here comes the money. There exactly. you go. So even though someone like Ronaldo is getting $200 million plus to play per year in the Saudi League, Messi took, I think it was like 20 or $25 million for the year, um, which is a considerable pay cut. He's making like 45 or 50 yeah. million PSG. But he's making that money back hand over fist with Apple TV subscriptions. Easily. 
people want to watch Messi play. Right, and I'm I'm going to be honest with you, and disagree with me if if you think I'm ridiculous here, but it's going to be a lot easier to watch Messi play right now than Ronaldo play right now. Yeah, yeah. the only way that I can think of to watch Ronaldo play right now is uh, one of those Reddit streams that we're all supposed that, to That's right. Movies. That's right. You know how hard it is to find those. I was trying to do They're it. Hard I, to find. I now. bent I bent the knee and I paid for the Apple or the the. The NFL uh, Sunday ticket. I used my sister's student discount and everything. Yeah. Shout out Gina. But even those Reddit streams are hard to get to. I yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't find a Panthers one. Wow. I'm continue. I just had that. No, I but you're you're thought. not wrong. But that's no, what's it's, happening. It's kind of the the same way. This again, the revenue share with Messi with the Apple TV subscription. I think that people and be it the MLS or just FIFA or whatever it may be um, want to get the name out there more and want more exposure for the game. And that was kind of what was was lacking in the US market is there wasn't a a big name or enough big name to draw the interest to watch the game. So now with Inter Miami you have Messi, Jordi Alba, Sergio Busquets, mm-hmm. all big names with Barcelona from the mid twenty tens that won Champions League. So people know who they are. Right. They now are you saying that it's just a retirement league though? Because I, you're talking about these guys from the early twenty tens but then we have somebody like Ibrahimovic, who played with LA Galaxy, then went back to Milan. Right. I, it's, I don't think it's a retirement league. Um, the way that the U.S. system around soccer is kind of set up is a little bit more difficult, but it's definitely not a retirement league anymore. Right. Um, and kind of the counterpoint or the proof of that is going to be Alfonso Davies as well. He was 17, 18 years old, came out with the Vancouver Whitecaps, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he found a transfer to, to Bayern Munich after only one season in the MLS whenever he was 18. And now he's seen as one of the best wingbacks in the world. Um, and again, playing with Bayern has won Champions League already um, and just has accomplished a lot in his, his short career. So I don't think it's a retirement league. And they're actually drawing a lot more interest for um, players to come over from, from Europe, not at the end of their career, but right after their prime or a little bit after their prime because kind of what the expectation of the hope is with the Messi deal is that these players are going to be seen more as icons and entertainers more than athletes. So they can maybe get a little bit of the revenue share of the subscriptions they sell or tickets that are sold to the team. So if a team brings in $100 million in revenue, then maybe that player will get 500000 if the team yeah. wins 10 games a season or something like that. Or they meet like some minimum capacity. So see, Ant, there's all this extra stuff going on behind the game. And and it and I know background stuff goes on in all sports, but what's really interesting with soccer is how is just how much all these countries leagues are connected. Because it, let's take if you take hockey, okay, hockey actually there is some international stuff going on because in the KHL in Russia, it's pretty big. Take football, American football. You can't go play American football in Italy. Well, they have leagues, but they're like, I don't want to say it. They're like jokes of leagues. They are. Comparatively, they are. You have a major league soccer in the United States. You have a top-tier league in England. You have top-tier leagues in most countries. And then several feeder leagues or, or minor leagues, if you will. 
And so stuff like this can happen, and it's more of an even transfer, like with Messi, with Ronaldo, with Neymar, uh, with all these big-name guys that you can't get with something like American football or even basketball to a, to a slightly lesser extent. And it's another thing that makes soccer really cool is that you can have this happen. You can have these these transfers over to to Miami, and then and then and then you have this draw to watch the be- arguably the best player of all time. I'm not here to argue that, but but then in Saudi Arabia, you've got one of the best players in all t- of all time, and now there's pe- there's more of an interest there just because of one guy. If Alex Ovechkin decided to play hockey in Sweden for some reason, sure it would be big over there, but there's no way it would be as big as as Messi going from PSG to Miami. So like my question for that, right, is does the Messi moving to Miami, does that if you're a little kid in the US, is that I want to play in the MLS? Is that do you like do you think that's gonna be a thing? There remains to be seen. Yeah, it, it kind of remains to be seen, but the motivation or the driving force behind it of, hey, like, I'm just gonna mention with the whole football thing is like, oh, I want to be a quarterback. I want to be like kids now are like, I want to be Joe Burrow or I, I don't know, I want to be Justin Herbert or something. Right. It's not Tom Brady anymore. It's exactly. not Brett Favre anymore. It's not. No, no, I get that. So my question is like, let me let me try to rephrase it. Like the KBO in Japan, like that's huge, the, the baseball in yeah. Japan. At the end of the day, they still want to play in the MLB. At the end of the day, if you're growing right. up, if you're Shohei Otani, you could have stayed and you could have been right. the best player in the history of right. baseball. Yeah, it's not like that in soccer because people – I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, the camp I work at in the summer that we talk about ex- a lot during the shout summer. Out, shout out to the camp. Shout out to the camp. Um, several of the campers there play soccer. Several of them. Um, in fact, I, I would say more than half. And some of the older ones that I that I talk to and interact with more on a day to day basis, they like their teams like Chelsea, they like their Man City, they like their Liverpool, they like Barcelona, you know, Juventus. Why? Because Cristiano Ronaldo played for Juventus. They like PSG. Why? Because Neymar, Mbappe, and Messi Messi were all on the same team at one point. So. Messi moved over to Miami during the camp season, and that became a lot of our conversations that I had with with the kids, with the campers, is is kind of what we're talking about now. And some of them were like, well, my parents said we could go to a Miami game. My parents said when they come closer to here, we can go see them because Messi is playing. Exactly. That was kind of the, the unattainable or like the unspoken part is that for me, like I want to go see games. I don't. There's nothing against the MLS, but maybe 10, 15 years ago, the interest and the draw wasn't really there. Right. But now that like you've gotten money pumped in from bigger clubs like Man City and whatnot with NYCFC, Red Bull, putting in a bunch of money about like uh, New York Red Bulls, whatever, that it becomes a lot more attainable that you could go and view it. So like you don't have to worry about paying thousands of dollars to get over to Europe or wherever it may be mm-hmm. and pay to get into these games and to see them play. So like growing up for me, I didn't really want to play in the MLS. If I wanted to go somewhere, I would have like I missed my opportunity. I was born in the US. I wanted I if I wanted to play soccer, I should have gone to Germany, England, yep. Italy, whatever it may be. Right. But now with the Messi coming over, 
getting it some more exposure. Alfonso Davies transferred. Christian Pulisic, I mean, he, he left the country, but and went to, to Chelsea and Bayern. Uh, or not Bayern, Dortmund, sorry. Dortmund. Really bad slip up. No one, no You're fine. Let me cut you off, Eli. I had my defensive rookie of the year uh, last year, my prediction last week. I thought the whole time he was on the Seahawks. I did not know until after <laughs> I said it, he got drafted to the You're Raiders. Fine. You're fine. All right. but, <laughs> yeah. uh, the only no. person you have to worry about is maybe my dad, and he probably <laughs> wouldn't have even caught that. Um, but no, with that, like it, it kind of shifts the reality or the possibility of it where you no longer need to go to Europe or outside of the U.S. to have a, a shot at becoming a professional soccer player more. Right. You can make it into one of these academies with an MLS team and play your way up and play your way into a larger club like Davies did with the Whitecaps. Right. I mean, I know a friend of mine. His name is Ryan. I won't drop his last name because I don't know if he would want me to. Um, uh, a guy I know I used to work with, um, he, he was on a soccer track. Um, he played in college. He was the captain for four years in college. Um, and now he's playing overseas for a for a lesser team. He's he's I think he's twenty two, so he's still got time. I mean, he could probably make it into onto a really good team, onto a top tier team eventually, in a couple of years probably. I would say, but um, but he never wanted to play in this country. He always wanted to play overseas to Eli's point about, you know, guys that used to always want to go to England, to Germany, and to Italy. Those are like the big three, I would say, leagues um, in the world, really. I mean, soccer in Brazil is a whole different ball game. Yeah, um, yeah you, you might risk your life playing. Yeah, there, I have a I have a, a guy that I also used to work with. He's a big Benfica okay. uh, fan, and they're not even always in the top tier of Brazilian soccer. Well, they're, they're a Portuguese, sorry, excuse me. Um, a Portugal's league, um, and then he's a fan of a bunch of other uh, Cruzeiros, uh, whatever, all those teams down there. You know, there's so many leagues, top tiers in the world, um, but those three are the big ones, and now guys might want to start playing here. That might be an outlet for kids maybe that are 13, 14 years old now, like the ones I talked to, to say maybe I could try to get into the Red Bulls program. Uh NYCFC program or a team like Miami even or you know any of those teams yeah soccer I'm so happy we did this today I know it's a good time thank you for thank Anthony's you for just sitting in. here he's I, like oh god welcome. no I'm talking about soccer I listen I'm not anti-soccer like I was in high school but I feel like I'm gonna pick a team but I'm gonna pick a team for a the, the Leicester City. The community. Well, fun fun <laughs> fact. I actually did an online quiz of yep. like what, whatever, not Power Five. That's college. What, what top like, six? Yeah, it was like what top soccer team should I root for? Football team should I root for? I got Leicester City. They're not a top they're, anything. They're not, okay. they, they just got relegated. Last I know. Year. Oh, 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 we oh, know we all about Leicester. Oh, okay. I know. They, they fell from grace real hard, and I feel kind of bad. We fell from grace, but we're doing okay. Uh, we're in we're in position to come back up if it if it ended today, so you're you're I think like third. In yeah, we're third, but, but it's okay. It's only on goal we're th- we yeah on the goal differential, okay? <laughs> okay, Eli. Hey, I keep up on it. I I'm so happy he does. I know, it's great. It's great having him here too. Thank you for filling in. 
Right, we could talk okay, about something sorry. else now. Well, I was just going to talk. See, I wanted you to. I wanted at some point you to talk about like Saudi leagues and like how they're going to take over, um, just because of all the money. <laughs> so, like, if you want to just touch on that real quick. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll kind of throw that out there real quick. Um, with uh, it kind of started with with Live Golf, um, that whole transition to to Live Golf and and Saudi dumping a whole lot of money into professional sports and, and kind of what it would do to the, the professional sports scene around the world, whatever. Um, and I, I guess that it's to an extent happening with uh, with soccer now as well, because especially this past summer, um, they've they've really dumped uh, a whole lot of money for a bunch of teams into big name players like I want to say Golo Conte, Karim Benzema, Riyad yep. Mahrez, Neymar, Ronaldo a year or two ago. Um, they're really trying to to bring the money and the, the big names in. Um, so I mean, I guess it's to an extent a good thing. Um, because then it'll show players like, hey, you're not only stuck with these five or six countries to have a competitive, real chance at, at playing good soccer that's going to be televised and be made known. Um, but at the same time, it, it almost feels like a, a little bit for the wrong reason. And they're kind of just throwing their weight around like, uh, like, like money is the answer to, to everything. Um, and it, in the world of soccer, it's already you know, covered in blood money more or less um, with all the scandals and things that are that have gone down um, with Seth Blatter around 2015-2016 um, he was the former FIFA president um, soccer has never been seen as clean money or very right open but mm-hmm. um, I guess the, the Saudi money kind of plays into that a little bit but but not a whole lot I think it's a, a, a good thing it just may skew the player market for, for a couple years until it, it balances itself back so one thing you said was was clean money. Yeah. And uh, we like clean money over here. Yes, we do. And, and speaking of clean money, let's talk about Petteret. Anthony, you made a big mistake this week. We were not. I wasn't. I didn't want to tell him. I didn't want to tell him. I didn't want to tell him. Well, we're going to tell him, man. Because then it seems like I don't even believe in my own. Okay? Hey, you don't got to believe in it. I believe in it. I'll start throwing money at it with you. Listen. It was the first one. We got a free pass. All right. To, to preface everybody, um, Bet the Rent is slowly going to become. Oh, we sound. We are buzzing. Why are we buzzing? You want to uh, You want to hit a quick break? Yeah, we'll take a little break here. We're going to take a and quick we'll break. We'll get back with Bet the Rent on Sports gonna, is Back. We're going to insert some ads here. We're going to fix this buzzing, and then we'll be back with Bet the Rent. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we're back. The buzzing has stopped. Chris is eating some bacon bits. Yeah. And uh, we're back with Bet the Rent. So uh, this is going to be, at least for this podcast, this is going to be the last iteration of Bet the Bet the Rent, just because we're doing it on a, on a Sunday and the lines aren't out yet for next week. Right. So to preface, uh, I would like to say, haha, my college football play hit. So last week, I said let's parlay some football together. Let's parlay Colorado minus two and a half against Nebraska. Kaching. Let's add the Iowa and the Ka-ching. Iowa State under. Kaching. The Utah minus six and a half at Baylor. Kaching. And Texas plus seven at Bama. Could have taken the money line, baby. But that was a plus 1202 parlay. So if you threw $100 on that, that's $1,200. I have to shout out that game, the, uh, the Alabama game, because whoever works at ESPN has to be a big Dave Matthews band fan. 
because part of the only thing, which is one of their newer songs from the new album, was playing right before kickoff as they went to commercial right before um, kickoff. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah, so shout out to whoever that is. All right, so how the format's going to go here a little bit for the for the Bet the Rent. Chris and I, again, we, we know we usually film on Tuesdays, but uh, the lines are out by Tuesday. So starting every Tuesday in conjunction with, or start, excuse me, starting every Wednesday in conjunction with the releases of this episode, we're going to release my Bet the Rent plays exclusively on our Instagram and on our TikTok. Um, we'll shout those out at the end of the uh, show as always. But the plays are going to be there. We'll, we'll recap during the episodes, but the plays are going to be there. So uh, as of right now, as of recording this right now, I am 2-2 two and two on, uh, on NFL plays, and I am undefeated in my college parlays. So uh, bet the rent, you're going to want to see me. You're going to want to join that TikTok and Instagram, and you're going to want to bet with the boys. So that's it for bet the rent, at least for yeah. now. Ready to, uh, ready to swing it to the next? Let's swing it. Swing it. Chris, you introduce it. I think so. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, so now we have um, our, I think this is what we call our favorite segment of the week. Um, when we, when we name a player or team or whatever that, that has kind of been scrappy and gritty and made it happen. And this is Grammy's grinders of the week. Um, I guess since we have a guest, we should let our guest go first. Right? I was on the same page, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to say um, thank you for being the first guest picker of Grammy's Grinders. Mm-hmm. Let's hear Can I use your last name? Absolutely. Let's hear from the boy Eli Kalorchik. Thanks, Ant. Uh, my Grammy's Grinder for the week is going to be uh, starting pitcher for the Pirates, Johan Oviedo. Uh Acuna doubled up on homers against Mitch. I Keller. knew there'd be a pirate somewhere today. <laughs> of course, a pirate or a stealer. Of course. See, you guys got under my skin. If I wanted to get under Eli's skin, all I had to do was say Troy Palomalo's overrated. But continue. <laughs> oh, don't even go there. Oh, uh, save it for a later episode. Um, but no, Acuna doubled up on homers against Mitch Keller on Friday night. Uh, then Saturday during the day game, uh, Oviedo hit him with a little gas high and inside, and uh, wasn't afraid to back down from the. The soon-to-be NL MVP, Ronald Acuna. Well, he didn't hit Mookie Betts, and Mookie Betts wasn't going to fight. So that's the soon-to-be NL MVP, but we like the pick nonetheless, Eli. <laughs> Thanks. All right, Anthony Panthony. All right, so I'm going to take mine. This is swinging it back to the gridiron. It's going to be uh, it's going to be another football player because it's always going to be a football player for the foreseeable future from your boy. Yeah. Um, mine will be football for the next three weeks. Um, yeah. We uh we dumped on him pretty hard in our episode last week. Um, it, my Grammy's grinder of the week is Green Bay Packers quarterback Jordan Love. After saying he was nothing, you dumped on him. I dumped on. You said he was, they were going to win the division. I think right, or at least make the playoffs. That's right. Well, I didn't. I thought he was going to be terrible. I thought that team had nothing left. Um, but I mean, he went twenty-one for thirty-three, sixty-three point six completion percentage, one hundred and ninety-three yards. Three touchdowns, no interceptions, QB rating of 109.8. After sitting on the bench behind Aaron Rodgers, the first-round pick, you didn't think he was going to sign his contract. You thought he might have been a free agent. He stuck it out, and he beat the Bears today at home in Chicago. So my Grammys grinder of the week, Jordan Love. All right. This is a controversial pick. Shocker. 
<laughs> it's always controversial. Nothing else. Listen, Grammy's favorite athlete was Noah Syndergaard, okay? Hey, he had those beautiful gold locks. Oh, uh-huh, my Noah. <laughs> that was her Noah. Um, but anyway, um, so because of his play today, uh, I think it was the definition of grinding it out. And, and this player has been in the spotlight for all the wrong reasons. Uh, I think in the past, over the past two years, really, uh, he sat out two seasons ago, and then he had some issues um, domestically, perhaps. But Deshaun Watson is my Grammys grinder of the week uh, this week. And it's very controversial, right? That's not like me to do. All I'm, say, all I'm saying is there's somebody, Deshaun Watson definitely grinded on something. <laughs> he was definitely grinding on something. Continue. Wow. Thank you for laying waste to my pick. He laid some waste. (laughs) (laughs) All over her poor hands next. Oh, no. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, no. It'll stay. It'll stay. stay. There were no swears. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he was 16 for 29 today. But what I really was interested in was how good he was. There's no way I could win with this. He was great running the ball today, okay? He rushed for a touchdown, 45 yards on nine rushing attempts. And he just watching the game, I had a chance uh, during Sabrina's non-nap slash nap to, to watch that whole game. And he looked very poised, very calm, cool, and collected with the football. Uh, and going to a new team... Uh, and having that entire team kind of cater their 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 whole offensive scheme to his style of play, they kind of retooled everything to his uh, style, and it worked really well today uh, for him. Uh, obviously, Nick Chubb did well running the ball as well, over 100 yards, but Deshaun Watson's my Grammy's grinder of the week because the Browns as a whole had to come out and prove themselves. I think they have to prove themselves every week this season because, sure, there's a positive buzz around the team this year, I think, for the you know more so than maybe other years, but there's still a team that's going to have to go prove it every week, um, and he made a good name for himself this week. Maybe none of the other weeks ever, but this week. It's almost like he put the entire defense to sleep. Oh, dear. Oh, Anthony. Anthony, come on, man. His wide receivers have great hands. I'm mm. not a Deshaun Watson guy, okay? I'm not either, but he's my Grammy's grinder of the week. It doesn't mean I no, love he him. Did, he did play. He played a really good game today against a, a team that I was super high on. I'm still very high on him. It was week one. Um, I mean, they started this way last year, too. Yeah. Yeah, but the only thing I have to say is his his, intercept, his interception was pretty bad. It was very bad. It, Where it was he threw like a it, five yard. He threw it directly to the, the, the gentleman on the Bengals. I think it was Dax Hill out of Michigan. Twenty four to three was the final in that game though. Well that no, that's what I'm saying is yeah. he made he made one bad play right. and he's gonna get roasted for it, but not by me. It was a rainy day. It was. I mean, Joe Burrow was affected in, incredibly by the rain today. Well, Joe has the issue. I think the issue with Joe Burrow was his pockets were weighed down because he had so so much money. That's in right. Now. That man got paid and he disappeared. <laughs> yeah, but in any event, Sean Watson is my Grammy's grind of the week this week, and that's that. I'm with it. Now, Chris, take us away, baby. Really? I want you to do it. 
Hey, wrap us up, Chris. I'll oh. do my. I'll do my part. Oh God, what am I saying? Um, no. So thank you so much for it's, for Chris, listening. It's on the bottom of the page. Will you stop it? I don't have the page up. I'm monitoring the audio. I'll pull it up. Because okay? he's over there talking like this. I understand. I, I'm sorry. My splitter isn't working too well. I don't want to talk about the splitter. Wow, finally. He, look at He's finally in <laughs> clipping. He's finally getting his voice to I'm register. I'm sorry. I'm yelling now. Let me pull up our script. <laughs> Another voice crack. Did you hear my voice crack on Tago Vailoa last week? It was real bad. Shout you want to know? <laughs> he had an incredible week this week. To it. Tago Vailoa. <laughs> He cracked his voice cracked about ninety four times last week. I almost got my soul stolen by some seltzer water, <laughs> and, and combined with a savvy mishap last week. Luckily, we've had uh, we've had no mishaps today. Oh man, it's taking you a long time to pull this up. It's right there. There we go. All right, thank you. My man's going in reverse over here, pulling his phone out. This has been fun. This has been great, Eli. Oh, it was fantastic. Follow us on Instagram at Sports and Spaghetti Pod, on TikTok at Sports and Spag Pod. That's you, Felipe. He's always commenting on the TikToks. Uh, make sure you like, comment, and let us know what you think. Um, I, I'm Chris, and that's Aunt, and that's Eli over there, uh, and I love you all. And now Ant's gonna finish. Oh, I took everything I had not to make some sort of inappropriate comment or joke out of that. Oh. It, was the look, it was the look I got from you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that was intentional. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Well, as always, take care of your loved ones. Buy some cherry Gatorade. And as oh. always, stay full.